0: I'm I'm looking for, um, certain name.
1: Mm. What name?
0: Ah yes, yes. This is the story. So um, there's a story about somebody. Okay, now I told you about Jim Jones, but let me start with um, this person. Okay. So I can't remember the story, so let me read out from Wikipedia. It's about a guy called Paul Ingram, right? Sounds familiar. I'm, Have you heard the name? Yeah, the name sounds familiar, actually. So, so right now I'm reading from Wikipedia. So it's the Thurston County ritual abuse case. So Mm. it was a 1988 case in which um, Paul Ingram, so, you know, uh, and then it was actually the county um, party chairman, Republican party chairman of Thurston County, and was accused by his daughters of sexual abuse, right? But this one daughter... Hmm. Of of a, of a satanic ritual abuse hmm. And his son later accused him In 1996 of abusing him Between the age of 4 to 12
1: hmm.
0: Now Ingram pled guilty right
1: Yeah
0: And his confession you know Became, grew elaborate and detailed Now And at the same time you know His daughter and their friends you know Accused you know A huge number of Ingram's Fellow department employees of abuse Yeah Right. So right now he maintains that he's innocent and he alleges that his confession was coerced. Mm. Right. And if you remember the, the first part I read, they said it, his confession was very elaborate. Right. Yeah. Now, keyword there. Mm. And then now he said that it was, was coerced. He tried to withdraw his plea and request a trial or clemency, mm. but requests were refused. Now, according to the appeal court, the original trial had conducted an extensive evidentiary hearing on the coercion issue. Mm and found that he was unable to prove his claims of coercion, Hmm. right? So he was released in 2003 after his sentence. Hmm. Now, the case was cited by proponents of the idea that satanic ritual abuse actually exists as proof because Ingram was found guilty. In reality, Ingram was never charged of satanic ritual abuse, but with six counts of rape in third degree, Hmm. and received a very long sentence. Yeah. Now, why am I bringing this up? Um, so, there's a theory by people that say that you know, um, Ingram, this guy was he hypnotized, right? That that actually that the actual accusations never happened. So his daughters and himself were hypnotized to tell that story. So he believed. No, 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 no. Actually, sorry daughters were hypnotized i think okay right and and at first he was like no I, I didn't do this yeah but he realized that is that i mean it felt like his daughters would never lie
1: so he said so
0: hmm. he then said oh that ah, i actually did this hmm. right so that was when i heard the story the first time and that was from um i can't remember what i, can't remember what I was listening to but some but the story was just like a passing story in a bigger conversation.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I then looked it up. And then I think what caught me the most was just the idea of how people could actually okay, yeah. So let me read this part to you on second. So so Ingram was accused of sexual abusing his daughters over a period of years. Mm. Right. Now Erica, who is his eldest daughter, she claimed that the abuse stopped in 1979. Okay. But Julie, Julie, who is the other daughter, said that it happened less than five years before. Now, when first interviewed in 1988, Ingram basically confessed during the first five minutes. Right. Okay. Now, as the case proceeded, the accusations increased in scope. Right. So they began to accuse him of other things. Hmm. And Ingram Ingram was also accused of participating in hundreds of satanic rituals. Yeah. Including slaughtering 25 babies. Hmm. Now, Erica, who is his first daughter, said that she caught an STD from him. Yeah. And the baby aborted near time. Hmm. Now, the second, the second part that I'm going to say, that a psychologist called Richard M. Hofstra claimed that Ingram, because of his long-standing and routine experiences in the church, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a normal church, a different church, um, was inadvertently hypnotized by authority figures hmm. who conducted who, who his interrogation. Although no mental health professional were present, and the confessions were the result of false memories being impacted by suggestion. <laughs> Offshare tested his hypothesis by telling Ingram that his son and, and daughter had accused him of forcing them to commit incest with each other.
1: Hmm.
0: Interrogating officers had previously accused Ingram of this, but denied it.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And he also denied Offshare's accusation. Offshare now told him to prey on the idea. Hmm. And later Ingram produced a full detailed written confession. <laughs> Questioned the daughter who was supposed to have been involved despite other accusations against her father. She denied that such incident had ever occurred. Mm. Now, that's until after she had confessed. So she then said that it never happened. Mm. About being told that no such sort of accusation had been made by Eli's son and daughter, Ingram refused to believe that incident was not real, maintaining that it was just as real to him as anything else. So even after even after his kid said, it never happened. He still believed that it happened. Now, Offshay, who was a psychologist, was then became convinced that England's confessions were solely the result of extensive interrogation sessions and questions being applied to an unusually suggestible individual. Hmm. He provided a report on his theory, but the prosecution initially refused to supply it to defense, only doing so after being forced by the judge. Option later reported the incident in a scientific journal. Isn't that crazy?
1: Yeah. Honestly, like, when you when I hear things like this, it sort of feels so much like, you know, sometimes you watch some American movies and series and, you know, you see how the writers write the show and some of the things they do there, you feel like, nah, man, this is out of left field. This is very, you know, on un- mad un-mad. Exactly. <laughs> but then, you know, you then come into real-life stories like this and either Americans and the guys in the West are a different breed of humans. Because even when you're watching like stuff like Criminal Minds, NCIS, you're like, look, nobody's coming up. Like, it's like, it feels like it's stories that a writer is imagining. But we all know that writers a lot of times draw on events and maybe combine and mix two people's stories and stuff like that. So um, on the one hand, I'm surprised and shocked. On the other hand, I'm like, I'm not surprised. Like, um, I don't know the details of it um and
0: it's, though, it's, it's very mad because like you also wonder you know is it that everybody can be hypnotized that way or made to believe something or
1: so fundamentally it, it might also be a medical condition in that sense like i remember i was watching i don't know how true it is because I was, I was watching something on house and um this girl had used some kind of drug that was affecting her short-term memory so she couldn't hold mm. any new information but when you ask her a question like she begins to creates false memories based on what she's looking at so for example someone walked in with a pin of a horse on his like shirt and he was holding a stick and so they asked her what happened to her how did she break her leg or something and she's like oh she fell off a horse Wow. another person came in and I think the person was holding a book about dolphins and things like that. And when they asked her again what happened to her, she came up with this story and just combined the dolphins she was seeing with the king she had seen, it's like saw as well. It was just a very weird situation. I don't know how true it is, but... Where was that? House. It was house. Like the... TV oh, okay. Yeah, okay yeah, 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 yeah. So you you see things like... I, I, I know the mind is a very funny... But it's weird how... Maybe it's because we don't document things enough on our side of things and we are quick to attribute everything to like a spiritual sort of like cause like people going mad or stuff like that like it's always someone from the village doing someone and <laughs> the, i don't know if that makes us like i don't know what that makes us overall because i do believe that you know um that the world is sort of like spiritual what's what's happening what are you hearing
0: i'm, I'm trying to see if i if uh if my fan is interfering with the recording nah. Well, I can't, I okay. can't hear it, Yeah. Fair enough question. So
1: I'll say like, i am saying, like, I'm kind of the opinion that the world is like, first a spiritual thing before physical right? and the things that are seen are made by things that are not seen. So obviously when you hold that premise, um, like, when people talk about spirituality and you know people from the village and all those things there's a tendency to want to like lock into that idea but Mm. i feel that we over spiritualize if 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 i can put it that way a lot of things and imagine this guy's story happening in nigeria they will definitely definitely say that there's somebody somewhere who is tormenting this guy maybe that's the case but like I, i don't I don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> the fun thing is, even with this guy's story, yeah, if not yeah. for the psychologists that you know took interest in it, there would not have been an, an alternative hypothesis about the um, about him being hypnotized. Like, mm-hmm. like no one would have brought that up if this guy did not take interest. Yeah. Right. So, and again, if you if you don't take that back to Nigel, how many people, how many psychologists are there in the first place? How many take interest in cases that they don't really need to? You
1: know what? In so the second. That's an important question. Like, what besides like treating me- medical conditions and things like that? Like, what do psychologists and I and this might be a very naive, green question, but what do psychologists in Nigeria sort of like also do? And like with the Association of Psychologists and blah blah blah. Like, you know, what exactly? Like, what is their day to day experience? Like, what is a career in psychology? Like, or do they just go into business and try? Well, and
0: have- in in Niger, in Nigeria, yeah, no,
1: in Niger, like, Nai- you know, obviously. Man, I, I don't- In the US, like, or in the West, like, they work in different places, like, in business, in hospitals and stuff like that. They run private practices and stuff like that. But I'm just looking at all the students that were in psychology, say, in school, for example. Yeah, yeah. You know, what exactly (laughs) was their career trajectory or, like, what are they using that thing to do in that sense?
0: I don't know if I know anybody who went to, who who did psychology in Nigeria. But I know that, I know that you have um, psychotherapists. Yeah. Like, psychology is, um, is quite big. So but psycho, psychotherapy, which is your therapist that you go and talk to.
1: Yeah.
0: In um, I think that's what uh wow. T-Y, TY is doing. Yeah. And again, um, it's not in
1: age, right? It's, it's like
0: Yeah. No, so, no, no, but but then again, it's it's a market game, right? Because your bigger market is not in Age. Then you know
1: fair, fair,
0: It's it's also a career that you know, is worth it. Mm. And and which is why, you know, like yeah, I, I was gonna say that. I think they are in Nigeria. I think there are psychotherapists in Nigeria for sure. I just think they probably just cater to the I'm um, high end people. When I say high end people in the sense of those who can afford them, mm.
1: as maybe personal trainers right. and things like that. Or yeah,
0: because I'm um, afford them financially, but also also those who are educated enough to know that they need to they need to see someone mm. because when they got things like depression, fine, no, but nobody knows what that means.
1: Yeah. It's also that, blamed on the village as well. I feel like yeah, this,
0: exactly, I feel exactly. Like you really know,
1: recurring theme in that sense. This whole <laughs> blame it on the village. Like. You
0: know, <laughs> and it's like for those people who don't know what it is, how do you then start to say, you know, yeah. okay, I think you need to see someone. True, and and at times they will attribute that seeing someone to weaknesses or like, exactly. oh, you're going to tell them your secrets. Yeah, you, you know. know it's, it's, so there's so many.
1: It, it's very funny because you know. If you don't know about something when you're feeling mm. it, I don't think you have the presence of mind or the words or the knowledge to actually define it, right? It's go, go ahead.
0: Yo, like, I don't know why that thing is just so, so profound, honestly. Yeah. And, I, and I, I think even talking about talking about Tiwa again, I think I think I mentioned that in the episode we did with Tiwa, mm. season one.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And and it happened to me today again. Now today on my on my Snapchat sorry not snapchat instagram story yeah i saw, saw someone put up a post of uh of someone saying oh um me when i read me when i read a book and i have secondhand severe secondhand embarrassment." Mm-hmm. so so i thought that was an inner joke like i was like "What is it I was like because it, it wasn't real so i'm trying to like process yeah what are they talking about what is it <laughs> and then i just said just let me google it i might be stupid but just let me google it just to see what that means and i saw that second-hand embarrassment actually thin.
1: Yeah, yeah I yeah. said,
0: oh shit This That's is what I mean. feel this way too
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bro, every
1: time I'm watching The Office Did you watch The Office?
0: The Oh man Best say? Like one of the best Yo. shows ever
1: Bro, like, I, it's hard to watch Michael sometimes. I actually fast forward through some of his scenes. Because like, maybe the second time I was watching this was when I, like, patiently watched it. Because you're yeah, watching it and you're just covering your face and you're dying inside. You're like, no. yeah,
0: You're embarrassed for him, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I,
1: honestly, I can't do it. And it happens to me in real life as well. Like, maybe I'm a, a performance or something or maybe a friend or even someone I don't mm. know. Is in a performance or something and maybe it's not going too well. Like I find it hard to watch. Not because like it's terrible, but it's just I feel it's like I feel like I'm that person, and if it wasn't going too well, I wouldn't want people to be seeing what was yeah. going on, right? So yeah, it's it's, it's a real thing,
0: bro. Yeah, it's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 It's a real thing. I think I think it also shows that you have a certain level of empathy above the normal, mm-hmm. which 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 makes you
1: speaking of empathy though. Um, okay, actually not related to empathy, but I've realized that. Um okay, what was I gonna say? Yes. I sort of my brother warned me about this thing, right? And it's a bit related, and it's not related. And my sister is probably going to listen to this episode. Hi, sister taller. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anyways, story for another day. But yeah, um, and you know, my brother was saying something about like not being Don't get too comfortable being single. Like he was speaking about this in the context of a relationship and things like that. And when he said it, at that point in time, like I couldn't imagine. I was like, "What does he mean getting comfortable being single?" Like now, but I realize now, a couple of like even not when you even away from sort of like romantic relationships, just friendships (laughs) and things like that. I feel that sometimes I like to do things on my own time, at my own pace and without any concern. So for example, someone was so someone was staying with me and, you know, the person was going to be at a show that I was going to be at. And then we got to the show and, you know, when this person was a bit tired, the person was like, I should let them know like when I'm about to leave and things like that. In my head, me, I was like, bruv, they go, like go, <laughs> go if you're going because like, I, I guess like, we can save transport together. But like, it's just the whole thing. Like, like when he said this, I just felt this sort of burden on me. And I'm like, I don't want to have to feel this way. <laughs> like, what, what is this? And it's happened so many times. Like, maybe someone says, Oh, come when you're going somewhere. Like, we're living from different places, but I'm like, We'll get there when you get there. Like, just that extra yeah, burden. Yeah. Of feeling yeah, with so on. yeah, yeah and yeah. I'm now genuinely worried that, like, not that I can't then put that side of me. You know, a way, it then feels that, you know, it now, it then feels like you're now giving up something for when you maybe get with someone at that point in time. But maybe things will change because I like the person. Maybe that's what's going on here. But I don't know.
0: It's, it's, it's one of those things where you think maybe to change if you like the person. Maybe, maybe, because I think sometimes you, you, you have certain actions and, and you just fight those actions, not you, but we, all of us yeah. human beings, just fight those actions as, as 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 an object of those who sorry define those actions depending on who is involved. Mm-hmm. So so you say, well something happens or if you it's you, know, you have a certain habit, it's always easier to say, you know, I think it's probably people that I'm around that that bring that out of me. <laughs> yeah. You know, um I think I think it's just my coworkers who make me not cheerful. Again, that that's also very possible. Mm. But the question is, is there any place where you're cheerful? Mm. Mm. Is it that is it that when you get back home, you are a bright spark, cheerful person? And then when you go to work, you are suddenly, you know, very, very moody.
1: Yeah. Is
0: it that, you know, when you go out to the grocery store, or you go to church or you go to the mosque or you go to wherever you go, you go to movies with your friends, mm. is your mood the opposite of how it is at work? If it's, if it's not, then it's not your co-workers, is it? Because yeah, because it's just just no. So I think in this case, like it's is is one that's hard to say is yes or no, because you have to first find the person that, that has the potential to test that theory out. Yeah. So find that person who you can like to the point whereby theory is fake or real.
1: Yeah.
0: And in the kind of world we live in, is that's that's
1: and you know, to be honest, I feel like that sometimes is it's a not recipe, but ingredients that can lead to sort of a version or some subtle kind of resentment in that sense. Because sometimes you imagine. Resentment. yeah, no, no, yeah, and I use that word very like lightly, not not like the exact thing. But what I'm saying is, so you like someone, right? And you find yourself giving up some things for them,
0: and it's but giving up what though? I think I think that that word "give up" itself is it? Okay, it's, okay, it's, it's, no, it's, not give up. Okay, so. It's, for... Before it's not how you start because, I know. because when, you like, when you like somebody, you assume that they will be normal, in quotes. Yeah, and I say normal in the sense of they, they have the basics, right?
1: Yeah,
0: and then maybe when you find out later that they have, they have the basics still, but mm-hmm. on a higher level of um, on a higher level of hobbies or or interests or habits at home, yeah, you have a slight, slight difference,
1: yeah,
0: right then you can bring up the word give up. So maybe, you know, you give up, you know, you give up football to watch Dancing with the Stars every Sunday. I don't know. Or you give up, I know. you know. I, I, so I think that's what you can use the but you start You start with give up give before you say one.
1: No, you know, I, 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 I'm not talking about before. Let, let's even say in the middle of the race, really, like you've known this person, blah, 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 blah. But what I'm saying is that, you know, sometimes it's easy to do it with certain things because your desire for something is more than that thing, right? But desire never stays constant. And so maybe at the point where you gave up or you left something, <laughs> right, Um, to chase after this thing you really want, um, you acquire the thing you really want. And then maybe, you know, Life happens obviously, like you know, maybe there are seasons where things are not the greatest. Mm. Right. You now start to think of some of the things that you don't do anymore because of this person. And then maybe the person isn't truly really appreciative of some of these things. And then the decision that was easy before, in that moment, you start to feel like maybe I shouldn't have given that thing up, or maybe I could have found but, but again,
0: it depends on what thing you're giving up, right? So yeah. the levels of things, like I said, no, if sure. you're giving up if you're giving up your your religion or if you're mm. giving up for giving up a a hobby that defines you has uh, defined you as a, since you're a kid
1: mm-hmm.
0: for giving up something that that forms part of your strength as a human being yeah yeah those are things that are, that are heavy that you might look you might look back and say oh why did i give that up but, but by giving up maybe how you how you prefer to dine on the table
1: yeah or
0: or, or how you prefer so like it depends on what level of thing you're giving up i guess and okay. I, I think i think fundamentally if you meet somebody that, you know, you truly love and and love develop, I think a point you get to where...
1: What does truly love even mean, bro? Like, I have I have such gripes. With... When I say
0: truly love, I just yeah. mean where... When I say truly love, what I mean is when I was 11, 13, 16, 19, 21, at those ages, I've defined love a certain thing, certain, yeah. certain ways, right? Yeah. But if I'm at the age where... My, my identity as a human being and personality of myself and I'm emotionally in tune with how I am as a human being and I can identify part of my body,
1: hmm.
0: my strengths, weaknesses and I can then say, okay, I love somebody.
1: Yeah.
0: Then I, I can be confident that I am conscious of this thing I'm saying because, and I and I gave the example of, I mean, and I, and I spoke about that from the ages of 11, 15, 20 because specifically, those are times where you're still forming as a human being, right? So you don't even know things that you want love in life on, or, or, or you don't love yet. Hmm. So you don't even know things that they cannot give up yet, right?
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I, I think, I think, I think I saw this thing on Instagram. I don't know how true it is. Um, I, I think I actually checked. I think it's true. Um, so um, people who get married um, earlier, I think earlier, probably like between 25 and below Mm-hmm. I think I think they're like three times or twice. No, I don't know if it's twice as likely, but they are pretty much the highest category of people to get divorced.
1: Do you know what? On that on that on that note, I think I've seen another study that says that people that get married later are yeah, more no, likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it's both.
0: No, it's so, both. so so the same yeah. study. So so the point is in that study just shows that the ideal, so like it's like a U curve. Mm. Right, or, yeah. or or rather, an inverse you of such that at a certain age, from like 25 below, you're high risk, from 32 and above, or 33 mm. and above, you're high risk you're as high well.
1: Risk. And then there's an right, okay. so, so
0: so yeah, so so okay. I think it's what's the guy's name, kind of what the guy, um, it's I think Goldsberg, see, Goldsberg, there's something theory of. I, I, I don't think it's a theory of divorce. It's like yeah. you know, in the academia world, is so many, so many things going. Well, it on. makes
1: sense though, like even from a social, like social standpoint, because early on, again, like what you're saying, you know, you're you you have not formed proper impressions. You're still developing as yeah. a,
0: person,
1: and you can actually grow into different people. Um, I know on the other side of the uh, of the curve, I think it's also that you can be so set in your ways that you you just refuse to give up certain things, and it's harder to introduce someone else into your life appropriately at that point in time
0: and yeah yeah, like, yeah of it course like balance, of course
1: it balancing it of also. course
0: and 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 also i think even when you're, when you're, when you're at that age you're more likely to have to have to have so also i think if you're somebody who gets i can do them say that way mm. if if you get married at 33 right you're likely to have formed your career already
1: yeah
0: you're likely to have you know if you get, if you get married at 33 you actually have been in relationships already mm. right quite a number and if you're not married from those relationships, you might show that 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 did not work out. Yeah. And if it did not work out for the point where you're 33, you can show that you have compatibility. concerns.
1: Mm.
0: Right. So that is another factor. So there's another factor that when you get to the age where you're 33 and you get married, you might not really see marriage as one of those things anymore. So you're, so you're more likely to say, eh, you know, mm. and also because like, if you think about it, if you get married at twenty six, as a guy or a lady, mm. you know you spend those five, six, seven, eight, nine year, yeah, nine nine years, right? Mm. Because like people don't get divorced usually until like they're in their thirties. Mm. So so you spend a long time because you feel like there's no, nobody gets divorced in their twenties, right? Or oh, their early thirties. It's quite strange. It's usually in their forties and stuff. So you have more time to avoid those non-divorce years if mm. you get married in your 20s but in your 30s you're already near to midlife crisis 30, so typically yeah. it's, it feels more clockwork yeah. so I mean that I mean but I've already studied there might be reasons Study probably had reasons for why that's the case mm. but back to um back to what you said about giving up so I'm like just like I, I know I would have said that because you know when he said don't be single for long I I, I get why he said so because you know you can be you can be used to certain things about yourself that makes it harder to give up Yeah. right because trust me if you're somebody who's lucky to be single and 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 happy with it and happy in the sense that that you're not somebody whose joy depends on other people yeah So so it's so easy to get get comfortable in that mm-hmm. and it's not a bad thing though because i'm not saying i'm not saying everybody should be hooking up if they don't want to <laughs> hook up um it's not a bad thing um I think it's just, I think we're just saying is that also, I think having a partner shows responsibility of some sort.
1: Yeah.
0: That's, you know, for example, if you've got a kid, the same thing is, yeah, is when you go you have a kid, you give up things naturally, right? So, <laughs> but, but I think in most cases, like, when those things are being given up, you don't, you, you don't say, oh, I'm giving this up. I, I think it just comes Yeah. with, with the territory, right? Ben. Because it's just a kid and you don't, yeah. you don't think twice. Yeah. So, so even as a, so even if your kid is like level ten, love your right. wife should be like or your wife or husband should be like level ten or nine, not too far off, right? Yeah. So I think it'll be the same way with that person where it's not be like it's not be like clockwork. Sorry, it'll be clockwork rather. You yeah. you won't you won't feel like oh, oh I'm giving up love my life yeah. for this person. Fair,
1: fair. You know.
0: So so that, that's how I said you know. But again, it's every, every, time, every time I speak about um dates and stuff, you know. I I'm always careful because I always I always say that I don't want to be those people who have prescriptions because
1: because obviously when reality hits, it's it's different. Like the last, it's part, not
0: it's, it's not even that like nobody really knows formula for everything. There's you know
1: because there really isn't. I think it's a it's a thing of you can have frameworks and principles that generally should set you on a path or sorry, mm. on a path towards things that gets better. But overall, it's also a, a daily decision sort of thing. Um, it's never a one, one size fits all or do it like a yellow mm. vaccine once for life and you'll be fine. Um, and, I guess the last point I'll make. No, actually, no. That's probably the last point. I want to talk about this. I don't know if you want to. Uh, there's something there. you
0: already used to to been timed.
1: Being timed, be time, <laughs> Yeah, but um, there's something interesting. Let's 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 talk about Clubhouse briefly. And sure. Um. So someone said something. Um. A couple of weeks back. Um, that Clubhouse is going to be the biggest social media tool of misinformation we have seen yet. If there are 20 rooms, 19 are misusing information and it's dangerous. It's cute now, but watch. Um, And I saw that and I kind of agree, but I'm like Clubhouse is just one of those other things. Like, I guess maybe with radio and stuff like that, um, obviously it's not... Only the presenters and who they invite on, you know, can speak and do these things. And so it's a bit limited. And obviously, um, local radio stations only appeal to that local crowd and things like that. But I think the same thing that happens on radio where sometimes people come in and just like spew absolute, you know, things that cannot be verified, things cannot be confirmed. Um, either they're selling snake oil or they're just, you know, like Ghanaian radio, to be honest, is even, <laughs> okay, half of it is in local language, even if it's an English, um, <laughs> you know, station. But still, like, I, I find it, 2nd like embarrassment or just general irritation when listening to some shows because people are coming there, maybe it's relationship they're talking about or it's children or it's sex education in schools and people are calling in and just like spewing so much and you're listening and you're like, ah. Like if this is how everybody or majority of people think, then there's a big problem, right? And I so I think, Bro, <laughs> yeah, go on.
0: There is there's one thing that I have kind of realized, um, and 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 I'll let you continue. But just let me say this: I've yeah. kind of realized in the last two years, and it might sound very arrogant, and I apologize if it's not arrogant to everybody, but <laughs> but but it's just the way it is. I realized that the world, everybody in the world, has. Like the world is full of hierarchies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So the same way there's somebody out there, not somebody, many people out there who have more money than me.
1: Yeah. There
0: are many people who have more better friends than me, have better things than me. And there's many people that I have more than. Yeah. So what if the world is full of hierarchies? Now in that same hierarchies, hierarchy position of the world, which is default, which has always been how we've been since since history, is the same with common sense. <laughs> and and the same with I'm not trying to be arrogant, I promise you. I, I'm actually being serious. Yeah. And 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 I, I say this with seriousness, and it's the same with with emotional intelligence, and it's the same with um reasoning, cognitive ability. Now, some of these things can be built, some of these things are a result of your education, some of these things are a result of your experiences, some of these things are in it. Mm-hmm. But there's a hierarchy of all these things. Yeah. Right. Now, having known that or having accepted that fact, that's the one reason why I will not be on Twitter and someone say something that's totally ridiculous.
1: Mm.
0: I won't won't be there and and try try to educate them and shout and jump Mm. because the thing is that if if there's somebody on the road that you have, maybe you're walking and and they have a car, or maybe you know you at a party, you have one friend. Somebody has twenty friends.
1: Yeah.
0: The person with twenty friends doesn't go around the world talking to, talking to everybody with one friend and saying, "Oh, you, man, you need to have twenty friends, man. You need to have forty friends." The person, the person with the people who are very wealthy, they don't go around trying to give money to. I mean, some of them do, but they don't go around trying to tell everybody and say, "Dude, I have money. She have money too." you know um my, my point there is the world has hierarchies of everything yeah. and common sense is one of them and for that reason when 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 i meet somebody or hear a conversation or see some things online instagram twitter whatever is or even just hear my you my know, surroundings if it's something that i can contribute to for their benefits i will mm. only if only if i can see that they're in a level where they want to communicate and and they can be teachable, yeah. and I can also learn from them.
1: Yeah.
0: If it's somebody I know that they are starting a distant reach, that me contributing to that would add, I think, will add zero value. I wouldn't. Hmm. As many folks who are there who you know argue on things that are very generalized statements. You know they and they will argue for you about for days. Yep. And on radio about things, and they're very very passionate about it. But if you actually say, okay, well, what are we talking about? Bring, bring, Let's bring it down to down to zero. Mm. It's empty talk. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. So knowing that I'm at peace with everything that I hear that doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Every everything that I see. Some some of you, some of it makes you feel like, oh, come on, man. Like the, like like the main thing that that I want to repost. I'm like, you know what? I always say, if I repost this, who really cares? Number one. <laughs> Number two. How does would this person actually? be helped number three I also, I also have my life to live like I just do all those what, some things are very
1: like, yeah, a key yeah,
0: for yeah, sure yeah, but yeah. something I'm like you know what you think you you think you're living life the way you think Krishna, and, and I pray and I bless you for it right the mm-hmm. things you have that I don't have the things I have that you don't have but if I see where I I believe I'm, I'm above you in the hierarchy I wish you the best if I can help you I will If I if I can't I don't yeah, because if, if 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 you if you're somebody that doesn't want to be helped, they bring you down, yeah. and that's by engaging in mindless debates.
1: Yeah,
0: and, yeah, and I. And by I, I, the way, yeah. I'm sorry I took a long time to explain that point, but it's just something that I've just I've just very very I've just I'm just I've I've, I've accepted it.
1: Yeah, you t- you, you touch on a lot of broad broad themes there, right? And generally, like value valuable keys to hold on to and use to navigate life in general. But let's even leave the um disinformation or misinformation side of things. Um and I go I guess I, I can be overly critical about maybe Clubhouse or just certain conversations and things like that because I guess, you know maybe it's because I haven't gotten onto it. Like I haven't gotten the hang of it. And so, you know, your default reaction to things that you don't understand or don't vibe with is to look for the things that don't make it, like that just interest you in it and then settling on those things. So, and I'm just going to go on and be very, you know, blunt about like why I haven't really gotten onto Clubhouse a lot. I don't like the fact that it's not persistent, right? In the sense that it just goes, it happens and then it ends. Right, and maybe that's why I don't listen to. Radio. What happens? What do you mean? Like the conversations happen, and like it's, it ends. Yeah, it no, ends. There, like there's not no, there, no record. There's no exactly, there's no outcome, but there's no record of it in that sense. Like Oh, sure. okay, I
0: see what you mean. I see what so, you mean.
1: Exactly. Sure, there's social commentary and things like that, and maybe obviously I, I'm talking because so
0: it's it's, because it's all temporary.
1: It's all temporary, right? And maybe, maybe I'm just talking like this because I've been raised up with technology, and in the past our forefathers and whatever, they used to say stories that, you know, well, actually, I disagree. I, I, I'm i going to counter the point I just made because stories our forefathers told were always retold, right? Mm. And that way, in in some way, shape and form, it was persistent. But my problem is like, you know, rooms are set up and like, essentially it's taking a a conversation you're having with friends at the bar or whatnot and then putting it online in a large and having 800 to 1,000 people, like, a thousand people listen to it now i'm not saying that it's all clubhouses about because there are other rooms that are set up like you know workshops and things like that where people come in and speak and honestly i find those rooms more interesting not to sound all intellectual about stuff but again just it sounds like a lecture like a classroom setting and there's a panel of speakers and things like but
0: again that. that's what you like Abi
1: i <laughs> be, yeah So maybe that's me talking about that But like these other conversations Where it's like social commentary And just people talking about things Imagine there was a couple of days ago A couple came on there I don't know if it was real or not But there were two It was a couple And they came there to like Air their dirty laundry And then have the public Speak into the situation And advise them on what to do Kind of like your Jerry Springer Or your Essentially you're, those You're real. kidding Yeah, I, I'm not kidding bro No yeah. way, so like
0: So like the husband I mean Man and woman, yeah. Um, both came. Uh-huh. They were both present on the on the group exactly. chat thinking, on um, clubhouse.
1: Yes, and then the guy spoke and the, the, spoke and yeah, the woman was... spoke. Aha, uh-huh. exactly. And said,
0: "Oh, guys, strangers, people yeah. around the world, yeah, judge us,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, and advice, right?" So, and honestly, like you know, there's a is it Jerry Springer that and you know, uh, yeah, I think it was yeah, yeah, Jerry Springer's show where you bring in everybody comes to air disagreements on show in front of an audience. Yes that's really what it was right and
0: that wasn't bad because they're getting paid we?
1: For, for yeah yeah exactly to, to turn up into those things and honestly even as a child i never really i said child but like it's in i never really understood those shows it was just weird like like what is this thing? <laughs> but anyways that's one side of things and then you know there's just i think it's just clubhouse is a very interesting space